Hi, my name is Alexander Hastings, and welcome to my show, Diary of a Trans Man. For more information, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. So it's been about a month since my last podcast episode was released, and the biggest benchmark in my transition during this month was that I attended my first ever Philadelphia Trans Wellness Conference, um, which was last weekend. It was a four-day weekend, and I drove five hours from New York down to Philadelphia. I stayed in the Hampton Inn, which was walking distance from the conference itself as well as a variety of food options. And I had planned this all probably two months before the event and I was excited to attend because this was the the first one that had occurred since I officially started on testosterone back in September. Since I had come out as trans about two years ago now, I had thought about attending last year's conference, but my own dysphoria and thinking, you know, I, I, I'm not quite trans yet because I'm not transitioning, kept me from attending as well as work obligations, but mainly it was my own fear. And I'm so glad that I was able to attend this year's conference. I met a bunch of new people and I learned a lot by attending the classes that were offered each day. So the, the conference is set up. I got, I got into town on Thursday at 3 and I know the website had said they were closing registration like 3.30 or something. So I dropped my bags off at the hotel and I ran over to the conference center so that I could check in in time because I wanted to be able to attend the opening reception that was going on and you needed a badge. I was very fortunate that they weren't going by their own set timeline on the website and registration had stayed open all day. So I was able to grab some uh, some sweet swag, I got a bag and some stickers and walked around the convention center just kind of getting the, the layout, the feel for the layout uh, the first day. And then I went back to my hotel room and I changed and I had connected with a friend from 10 years ago uh, that we had both gone to Girl Scout camp together and we're both trans so I we made plans to meet up to say hi so I met them um, before going to the opening reception and then I went over to the fine arts hall and I, and I attended the reception now I like to consider myself a pretty good mingler. I'm good in large group settings and stuff, but for some reason I was kind of lost. I felt like walking into that that opening ceremony. There was I went over to the bar right away. It was an open open bar 
and then I went up and got some food, and everybody had kind of clicked up. Because I know a lot of people come to this conference with their friends, and they have a lot of people who are also trans in their social circle. Uh, but unlike me, I am the only trans person my age that I know in New York, and the other one other guy happened to be moving out of state to his next duty location. So now it's just all me, me all by myself. And after walking circles around this place and looking at all the art and kind of scoping everybody out, I ended up in a corner texting uh, my boyfriend on my phone and I was being really antisocial. He was supposed to come up and we were going to go out to dinner and go get drunk at a bar or something and hang out, uh, but he ended up not being able to make it, so... I was left kind of unsure of what to, to do uh, that night. But I made a friend whose name is also Alex from New York and we went and grabbed dinner and exchanged phone numbers and now I've got a new trans friend uh, that I can rely on converse and and I, that was one of my my goals out of this whole this whole weekend was to meet one other person. So, check the block. Did that. Um, had a great time. They were only there for the one day, and they had to leave. So the next day, same situation, all by myself. But this time, I had planned some classes and to attend in the conference. And I went to the nine a.m fitness class and kind of teaches you how to count um, calories, macros, and some basic nutrition principles, fitness principles. And that was my first time being in a room full of transgender people. I want to say there was probably a hundred people in this room and sitting in there listening to the guys present, I felt this great sense of community and belonging. And that's all I really wanted out of this whole trip was to, to get that feeling. And I had this stupid grin on my face the whole time just because that feeling made me feel happy and good inside. So after the, the session in the morning, there wasn't really anything else I wanted to attend for a while. So I decided to go out and walk around uh, Philly. And I went over to the Liberty Bell and, Pen and Independence Hall and did the self-guided tour of of the uh, Congress and Senate rooms and got some sun walking around went to lunch at the Hard Rock Cafe got, got a couple beers and I headed back to my hotel in time for the evening uh, conference panel that I, that I attended that was Friday night. I like to stay in. I'm introverted. So after walking around all day and getting sun and going to the different classes and stuff, I ended up sitting on a in my hotel room watching House Hunters uh, and eating um, takeout. Kind of. And that was my fun Friday night. Saturday was day three of the conference and... There wasn't anything I wanted to go to in the morning, 
so I slept in a little bit and uh, then I went to the Aiden Dowling FTM workout that he hosted over at Retro Fitness and that was that was that was a good time I encourage anybody who's going in future years to look out for this fitness meetup because there's a difference between sitting in a pan in a panel room uh, with a bunch of other people that are trans and going out and actually meeting new people that are trans and and working out or do some, doing something fun together there and so i went over to the the fitness center and uh, met aiden and met a bunch of other people that i'd followed on instagram for some time kind of the role models for my transition and i met some other new people and we exchanged phone numbers so already my social circle of transgender friends is increasing just from this one weekend you know grand total of four people now that i know and i hope that that continues to grow as i uh, get out more into the community and then i went over to back to the conference center after showering and lunch and went to a few panels in the afternoon they were doing some show and tells on top surgery and lower bottom surgery so i wanted to be able to kind of see the results and and kind of plan the next stages of my physical transition even though they are years down the road since i can't manage to take time that much time off work for surgeries and still be able to do my job in the army effectively but i think it's a really good opportunity because there's there's not too many places online where you can actually see physical results post surgery for what you want to do on your lower bottom surgery whether it's phalloplasty or metoidoplasty there's trans bucket where you can look at photos of people but there's a difference from actually seeing it in person and i thought that was really brave of those guys that went there and showed themselves for the purpose of everybody in there who needed or wanted to see what the potential results are of the next stage and that room was packed that was probably that was probably 300 people in that room all all guys that were interested in getting the next step in surgery so i probably go back to that one again uh next year if i manage to make it to the, the, the philly trans wellness conference again so i kind of closed up my saturday and i walked around town a little bit more that night and kind of explored went back to my hotel had some dinner and basically fell asleep pretty early because on on sunday i was driving back up to new york um, in order to be able to start my day and pick up my dog who i'd put in with a dog sitter for the weekend so i could go out without having to worry about her my absolute favorite part of this conference was all the information that was at your fingertips you could whether you walked around and saw the tables or you went to one of the panels you learned 
I, or I at least felt like I always came away learning something more. It wasn't just white noise, kind of people speaking. It actually had an impact in me. My favorite panel that I went to was actually called Training the Transmasculine Singing Voice. So for anybody who knows me, they know that I'm a big singer. I was a soprano in church choir and glee club. Um, and I've been singing basically since I was since I was really little. That's just kind of always been a passion of mine. And the I used to be able to hit those really high notes as a soprano. And my favorite thing was, you know, at the end of the Phantom of the Opera song where Christine hits those really, really high notes. I could I used to be able to hit those hit those notes singing. But when I started on testosterone, obviously my voice dropped to a much lower level and it's made singing a challenge to say the least. I know your voice really starts to stabilize around a year and right now I'm only about 11 months on testosterone. But singing and getting my voice back is something that's really important to me and I was glad to to know that there was an actual singing coach who specialized in trans voices specifically and the fact that he was trans himself made it a more personable relationship so I would have no problem going to him for voice lessons and knowing that he would sympathize and understand with what I'm going through. Someday I hope to be able to get my voice back 100% where I could just turn on the car radio and start singing to something and it be on perfect pitch, my voice doesn't crack on the notes, and I'm able to get back my full three octave range. I think since coming out as transgender, my adverse reactions to potentially embarrassing things has decreased exponentially. For example, there was a bunch of tables at the conference that were selling prosthetic penises or, or you know, prosthetic breasts and, and, and stuff for people to, to wear. And they were just sitting out there on the table for everybody. So there's a bunch of, of dicks just sitting out there. And before I probably would have been like really embarrassed or kind of steered clear of all that stuff. But now it's kind of, I've embraced the whole packing thing and using it as a tool to combat my dysphoria. And I've gotten to the stage where I can go up and talk to people about certain things that I normally or used to wouldn't have been able to do. Like there was an underwear salesman, uh, actually there's a couple of people selling underwear, but going up and talking to guys about, you know, underwear, which is best to hold precise penises in and, and what's more comfortable and sizing and all that stuff. It's not something that before I was trans, I would have ever uh, done. In fact, usually st- underwear stores in the mall and stuff, I 
would walk around to the opposite side of the traffic um, in the mall just to give that clear bubble away from thing. I couldn't even look at Victoria's Secret in this store. Like, I just had to like basically close my eyes and look away. But I noticed trans people are, are much more comfortable with the human body. Not so maybe not so much their own body if they they haven't transitioned yet and they have the dysphoria from their own bodies, but I don't know a group of people who spend more time looking at everybody else's bodies and comparing them uh, themselves to those bodies uh, or looking at penises trying to figure out which ones they want to have or just looking at all sorts of I'm not saying that we're narcissistic but we definitely appreciate the human body every new experience and every new step I take along my transition journey I learn something new about myself and no matter who you are, no matter what your situation, I believe that is the most important part of life is to keep learning. And that is why I decided to create this podcast in the first place, because this is my way of contributing back to the community and helping others learn about themselves by learning about me and what I'm going through and maybe that they will be able to relate. So with that, I'm trying to open up more opportunities and teach people more about this community. So I am offering 30 second ad spots in my podcasts from now on. I've already reached out to a few influential and major trans focused businesses and organizations for their own opportunity to have an ad placed in my show. But I'm going to also open this up to everybody who listens to my show currently if you have something that you would like to share with the trans community whether it's t-shirts or underwear or you have a you have an organization that supports trans people and you need a place to share with others what your organization or business is about I my podcast will now be available for those opportunities all you have to do to get your ad posted onto my podcast is send me an email at diaryoftm.podcast at gmail.com please have a script ready for me to be able to narrate out and I will let you know when your ad is being run and on what podcast episode. 
So that's all I have for this week on Diary of a Trans Man. Once again, you can find us on Spotify, YouTube, Google Music, iHeartRadio, or on my website at Libsyn.com. Thank you for listening to Diary of a Trans Man.